coming in hot shortly will be Lewis Black. He's uh, coming to town, coming to the factory on Friday, as a matter of fact. And uh, quite a fan of his work. Not the happiest man. He needs a hug. You know, and you Just think... Just a big old hug. All those comedians out there in the world, no one needs a, a hug more than Lewis Black does. I bet Bert, Bert Kreischer would give him a hug. I'm sure he... He would. In fact, I think I think the tour was called Fully Loaded that Bert did, and I'm pretty sure Lewis was on board for at least a couple of legs of that tour. So maybe he did. Maybe never they know. bonded. We'll have to ask him. How are you, Julie Buck? Uh, I'm fantastic. The sun is shining in the STL, and pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training there today. There you go. And the hope of spring is back. I don't hope it's spring, but don't put your uh, ice scrapers away. Don't worry, I won't, but I can pretend. Or your salt mix or whatever it is. Your beet juice. That you use. Uh, Restaurant Tuesday also, and we'll be dishing out the cheese with uh, dishing out the cheese. Uh, All of us, I believe, in this room, charcuterie fans of some level or another. Yes. And that's what they do. Uh, George Mayhew's going to pop in. Dead Bourne's going to talk tech. And with Lewis Black right around the corner, let's jump right into it. Where you've been, what has been happening, Max Foisy. Hello, ah. John Carney. Hello, uh-huh. Julie Buck. Hello, Rude. sir. What's going on? Uh, I am in such a good mood today. Good. Uh, Why, what's cause? been going on? Uh, you know, it, it's. I was trying to figure that out right before you came in. and We I were said talking to, about it. I yeah. said to Julie, you know what? I don't need a reason. It's okay to embrace happiness. And I'm just in a good mood right now. Uh, which is wonderful. I'm going to ride that uh, as long as I can. But I, I, I watched uh, the Hawks last night uh, lose to the Bulls, but I, I love that football's over now, so I can really concentrate on basketball. I love the NBA. All-Star Weekend is this weekend. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to watch that, my son and I and my wife, and so it's going to be really fun. And then tonight I'm seeing what could end up being the movie of the year. I'm going to an early screening of uh, of a movie, so I'm really excited. Is it Wicked? No, no, no. It's something called Madam Web. Isn't that a new Marvel character? I mean, it's not a new character. It's a yeah. new movie. Yeah. But it's in the Marvel universe. Right? Ish. We didn't I even mean, talk adjacent. about the Wicked commercial during the Super Bowl. We didn't. It's odd that, A, they're hiding that it's a musical. <laughs> uh, because they did that with Mean Girls when they rebooted Mean Girls. Yeah. They hid that it was a musical and some people that went to see it didn't know. Yeah. And it went viral on TikTok of people getting disappointed. With the Wonka movie that just came out, they hid that that was a musical. And this is because focus groups say that people don't like musicals. So that Hollywood's making these musicals, and they're hiding the fact. But a musical, today's musical, is a lot different than a musical 40 years ago. How so, Julie Buck? I think it's just the music is better. The, oh, fighting words. The um, music is better. And I think that it, it fits better listening? into the script. And I don't think that... Quite frankly, Showboat is that great of a show. I've probably seen it three or four times. I know there's a paddle boat or some kind of big boat involved other than that. I don't even know who this girl is. But if you you show me Wicked, I know the songs. It's familiar. You've seen Wicked at the Fox. I've seen it a couple places, yes. Okay, but I'm just saying for the local people here, you've seen the Fox. Don't you think that the second half is kind of a step down from the first the first part of Wicked is, I think, universally agreed upon to be stronger than the last half. Like when she's giving birth? And ah, so spoiler. what's interesting is in the movie <laughs> version, they've split this 
into two movies. This is Wicked Part 1. What a gamble to release a second movie of a of a lesser uh, story. I'm just shocked that they Harry Potter did it. Quentin Tarantino did it. Kill Bill. Planet of the Apes. My first wedding video. Boom, he's on the board. Thank you very much. Um, I'm paying attention. So that's out of the way. Well, good. I uh, I hope I your optimism being, spreads about the room. I was being sarcastic about the movie tonight, by the way. If you've seen the trailers, it looks unwatchable. Oh, so I didn't get that. I'm really excited about how bad it's going to be. Well, yeah. you could pull in MST3 and uh, sit with somebody and do commentary. <laughs> it's always great fun. Uh, and as for me, boy, I'd love to regale you with all of the happenings in my world and to clean the fridge. That's woo. Good for you. Clean the fridge, made stuffed peppers. Uh, yeah, pretty much it. That's nice. Yeah, a lot of carny kid stuff. I just I went down to the basement. Well, this is crunch time for the carny ball. I went to the basement about seven o'clock and I came up at eleven. Uh, just getting letters out and okay, we need your menu items or I uh, appreciate you donating the so and so. Where do we get it? How do we get it? Who's at your table? I mean, it's 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 crazy, but it's good. It's good. It's all good. Like Max, fantastic mood. Fantastic mood. Can't wait for the party. Can't wait for the party. And can't wait for Lewis Black. Again, I'm again a huge, huge fan. All right, Jules, share it, spill it, tell us. I, I, my mind is racing. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sweating if this room weren't so cold. I, I would be freaking out. I have nothing that I can report. I went home yesterday and I did absolutely nothing. And I loved every minute of I'm it. I'm not sure making stuffed peppers is is way above that. In any I didn't way. even make anything to eat. I mean, I I microwaved some some noodles. Look at you! You're out of control. I mean, I I do. I lead a wild life. You yeah. are out of control. So I mean, I I'm here. I'm you know glad the two of you are in a good mood because that always makes my life better. And That's not three of us. We're not all. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm a little. All right, we'll bring cranky. you. Oh, we, no, well, no I, nobody cares if, if I'm cranky. No, we of course we care if you're no, cranky. No, I know you. You and care. Lewis but... Black will care if you're cranky. Okay, he's the perfect guest to have on. True. That's true. true. All right, we will. Uh, we will lift you up in the course of the next three hours. You're the wind beneath my wings. And Arnie. the rest, of, it's adorable. Uh, and the rest of you as well. Tomorrow we ride on the elevator. Very excited about that. And I had a visit with uh, musical artist Samantha Fish, who's up for a Grammy. This year for a blues album that's out. She's coming to Delmar Hall. And full disclosure, well, I got a minute here. Um, I thought. You're going really full disclosure here or no, edited full I'm, disclosure? I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. I mean, I've been known to spin a yarn, but I, I don't lie. <laughs> I don't lie to you. Um, I some reason thought Samantha Fish was a comedian that you were a big fan of. And I saw her name in an ad that she was coming to town and said to Max, oh, let's get her. Julie loves her. Well, that's sweet. You were thinking of Heather McMahon or Leanne Morgan, I think. Well, there was. That part blew up in my face. Okay. Because we later learned, not a comedian. Julie never heard of her. I never heard of her. So I start looking it up, and I list a little bit of her music. I'm like, this is fantastic. 
So we went ahead and recorded the interview today. And she was just as charming as she is talented. And she'll be here soon. So kick save Lemieux. Nice. Yeah. As Marshall Brain would say. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have him this week, too. Uh, So there you go. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's Valentine's Day. Get the cards out. Get the letters out. Buy the chocolates. But don't forget the flowers. Yeah, that's kind of the main deal. And I'm pretty sure if, uh, you know, you're one of these Romeo kind of cats, you can go down there and buy rose petals, you know, and maybe like sprinkle them on the floor into your room or put them on the bed or put them in the bathtub with a bubble bath. I'm sure they've got those. I've never looked. Wow. I've never looked. But I'm sure in the transportation or when they're putting the things together, occasionally a petal will fall off and they don't waste it. And it's good quality. I would think you could buy a bag of rose petals. And you haven't thought about that kind of a unique little I love you kind of sentiment. I don't know. I don't think I don't think any girl wants the petals that fell on the floor. I think she wants Do you know what's American beauty? She wants the roses from Walter Knoll. That's what she wants. I mean, let's just be honest. They got stems and thorns. It's very it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Beautiful. And it's going to cost you a little more than the ones that fell on the floor, too, Carney. I'm going to reach out to Wally and see if they sell petals, too, just in case. <laughs> uh, and someone's saying Samantha Fish is a Kansas City girl. Yes, knew that. She is. Go You'll meet her tomorrow. Yeah, how about my Chiefs? Um, it is. 1218 to break Lewis Black on the other side of some very important messages. By the way, Walter Knoll can be found online at WKF.com. Carney Show, welcome back to the broadcast. Friday, I'd head out to the factory. If I were you, comedian Louis Lewis Black would be there. Louis Black, like we're You guys like are we're, buds. Yeah. We're pickleball partners. Um, and longtime friend of Kathleen Madigan. I think they were roomies at one point, Kath uh, had once told me. And the only person we've had on the air who on their website sells keychains. This man is amazing. Hello, Louis Black. Hello there. Pickleball, are you kidding me? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the game? There we go. Do you like a good I match? Care. I don't I don't care. I'm, you know, the, the, the last desperate attempt to find youth. You just get a grip. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>? but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, after we couldn't water ski anymore, we, we invented the inner tube behind the boat, which is water skiing for fat people. And now pickleball <laughs> is our tennis. Yeah, no, it's really, uh, it's. Oh, good. It's oh look, we found something other than uh, you know table tennis. Woo, woo. <laughs> and then nobody likes the sound of it, you know. That, and then that, it, it, of course we are literally the crankiest group of idiots on earth. I don't like the sound. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> then don't stand around in a pickleball court, okay? So Move what, out of the retirement community. I don't care. What happens when you come across something you like? Do you just keep going because there's nothing there? there yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You've nailed it. You know, it's uh, you know, but what what maintains my sense of humor is anger. 
Wow. It's where it starts. It's actually where it starts. If something, stupidity and uh, something that irritates me. I was. Because I'm funny is when I'm angry, apparently. Apparently. I was listening to some of your podcasts this morning, and I love the fact that after a show, you will have people basically send you things that they are irritated about or want your advice on, and you riff on the spot. So it brings improv into the mix. Yeah. And and sadly, I can't. Uh, I, I just have the, I'm I'm doing longer shows, so I can't really do the uh, the the rant cast live on stage. So I'm doing it out of my uh, uh, you know apartment or on the road. And um, but I'm getting still pounds of stuff and uh, a lot of material. And the uh, the one of the you know and it's and they and and some of the stuff is just great. And what's really great is having people write about direct experience as opposed to some schmuck candidate going, I met a woman in Tulsa, you know, and she had a back problem and I was able to, you shut up. Okay. You didn't, that's, you're just making stuff up. So at least I'm getting like somebody who actually had the back problem in Tulsa and explains why they couldn't, why, why the, uh, why the hospital was charging her $50,000 for her to get, you know, uh, you know, to get some Ben gay. Idiots. Does does Taylor Swift stir up any kind of a rant oh. with you? Yeah, you know, I don't. I'm, it's just you know, I, I, it's it's. Can, can I watch a game? Does <laughs> everything have to be? I'm just. They, look, they're, they've done everything in, in, and I'm not blaming her because she's like five hundredth in line of like what they've done to sports. I don't care. about the stuff that they're throwing at. I don't need – I'm watching football. I don't need while I'm watching football an advertisement for football. Okay? (laughs) I'm already watching it. I get it. I would think it's very difficult for you, Lewis, to go on the road and you're doing your show and you're constantly looking for new material and new rants, which means some of the old rants have to go – but there's still things that you have problems with. So how do you figure out which kid to kick out first? Well, it, it usually has to do with the one that I like doing the most. So that's the the tough part is like there's some that it takes. Uh, you know, I used to have one about Janet Jackson, and speaking of sports, and it was about <laughs> the fact that, you know, we saw her breast. And it took me, I, I would say, a year to drop that bit from it. I just love talking about it. And there were just things in it. I mean, there's a repetition. There's stuff about it that I like doing it and saying it. And the thing I should have said about Taylor Swift, what real, you know what bothers me about Taylor Swift? Do tell. And, and, uh, and Kelsey is we're like uh, – this is like high school. Oh, look, look at what they're doing. They're kiffing. <laughs> what idiots. <laughs> what is the matter with us? Okay, we're adults. I get if the if kids want to yell about it and they're big on Taylor and, oh, boy, this will be great for football. What? No. You know, just stop it. Okay? If the kids want to yell about it, that's fine. For adults to be putting this stuff on like, oh, look, look what they're doing. They're kissing. We literally... You know, I, I think all social media did was put us back in. It's high school on steroids. 
you're walking down a hallway and people are pointing at your shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. What do you think about millennials? Do you have anything to say really, about them? I don't really see them enough. You know, and, and my hope is is that, you know, that they're smarter than we are. And in some ways they are, you know. In yeah. some ways we'll see what happens in the end. But, you know, to judge them at this point, I mean, but this thing about some of the stuff I hear from my friends and, and my friend Kathleen, is, she spends more time with them than I do because she's got, uh, you know, nieces and nephews. But, she, you know, part of it is is that, that they're um, – they really uh, – you know, there's, you know, gee, you know, I don't know if I really, you know, I'm going to, you mean I got to work 40 hours? Please stop that. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the stuff that's weird. I get you know, that. A lot of their reaction to what is basically um, the way in which we're operating our society in part, you know, um, some of it is, it, you might want to think, you know, yeah, maybe 35 hours would be better. Yeah. We're lucky if some people are working five. You're work. You're working more today than most people. Work. Yeah, we. Well, but we kick in about fifteen a week, and, and we get a nap. So <laughs> don't tell know. anybody. Yeah, I don't. No, don't worry. For risk of sounding like a stalker. Oh dear. I uh, I was looking at your website, and lots of people yeah. want to send you notes and things, but you can buy puzzles. You could buy T-shirts. I mentioned the keychains. You can get an anger button, like those staple easy buttons. This is an anger button. Um, and I the look. Key the keychain is an anger thing. I and I love them. I love them. Yeah, no, the key, the keychain actually has six different profanities. But he, here, <laughs> here's where I get stocky a little bit. What? I looked up the address where you where you order these things from. And it's uh, a wellness studio in San Francisco. Yeah. I don't see you at a wellness studio. No, but that's where they put the stuff. I didn't even know it was there, but I'm glad you told me. That's where it is. Maybe, and may, you know, and if I actually, uh, maybe I have a membership there. That would be exciting. <laughs> I don't see you doing a downward dog yoga move. <laughs> I'll have to talk to them because I've never seen that. It must be where we're storing the stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a nice uh, building. I looked at the picture. <laughs> wow. That's what? I've, never, <laughs> I've never even looked. But but the good news is is that every literally um, still at this point, uh, everything, uh, you know, uh, you know, over and above paying for the whole paying for the operation of having the website and everything and the folks who help get it out, we're uh, – we, you know, all of the, uh, all of the profits go to charity. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah, our text line, on our text line, someone said he reminds me of Rodney Dangerfield. I, I would uh, think that's a compliment. Do you take it that way? I mean, it's nice. I mean, he made me laugh, you know, God. So, I mean, anybody who makes you laugh, you know, if it was, uh, you know, if he reminded me of, uh, you know, Al Martino, I'd be a little worried. <laughs> Wasn't he a singer? Yeah, he was. And I'm driving. People are literally leaving the the the, uh, the leaving, turning things off now and going to Google El Martino. Yeah. It's the first word that came into my head, folks. Okay, so calm. 
Calm down. And weird, weirdly enough, Al Martino lives in a wellness studio in San Francisco. Um, <laughs> while I was that's di- a callback. While I was diving deep, I mean, yeah, I hate to rip mm. open a wound, and I'm sure this wasn't a terribly proud moment for you, but. It's what? on. It's online, and it will be there forever. Two thousand seven, I think Bonnaroo or something. You're oh, yeah, I got on, hit by a water bottle. Yeah, you're on stage with Government Mule, and this water bottle mm-hmm. smacks you in the head, and somebody took it and made a video out of it, like it's a, a take on the Zabruder film, yeah. and the mischievous bullet. It's it's kind of funny. I hope your head's okay. My head was fine. It was a shock. What was really interesting was to have the. The whole band kind of rushed toward the edge of the stage to see who threw it. I mean, it was when you're protected by a government mule, you know, the uh, you recover quickly, um, and you kind of go. And then, you know, and then I started yelling about the fact that they missed the joke, you idiots. The joke <laughs> is that I'm not doing it. Okay, the joke is there are no words. The joke is is this is a joke. And once again. Once again, somebody can't handle that. And that water was $9, so you blew it, buddy. You <laughs> blew it. So you're all into town Friday, and yeah. we will see you out at the factory. And uh, what's in your craw at the moment? Everything is in my craw. They, I can't get enough in my craw. They can't keep shoving more stuff in my craw. Everybody says to me, what a great time to be a comic. And I kind of go, well, you know, you know, because there's so much material. I go, that's not good news, idiot. Um, <laughs> that's not really helpful. That's not going to be good for us. It's really, uh, I mean, it's uh, we're banning books. I talk about that. This is the kind of, you know, you know, quick-witted, fast material. This is the kind of material that rolls people into an audience. Boy, he's going to talk about banning books. I can't wait. Right. Um, It'll pack them in. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, but I've always been doing that. It's literally, uh, you know, it's trying to come up with the stuff. Uh, artificial intelligence, we talk about that a little. We talk about, um, you know, the um, that uh, the most, to me, which is, you know, one of the most amazing things ever said aloud, uh, the benefits of slavery. We talk about that because nobody seems to get that that's a joke. You know, when somebody says the benefits of slavery, the reason we know <clears throat> that that's funny, even though we, we but the initial reaction is to be repelled, is because there are no benefits to slavery. <laughs> that's how you know it's a joke. Oh. That's how you know he's an idiot. Like, what is the matter? Like, how, how do we, that you even begin to take that seriously? <laughs> Nobody in their right mind has ever said, "Boy, you know, I really, uh, I, you know, I really would, um, I really wish I'd been a slave, you know, so I could have written down all the skills I would have learned." <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff I'm doing. Oh my! Uh, you lent yourself uh, to the voice of anger, fittingly in Inside Out. So, are you still doing some voice work too? Because that uh, was a perfect only- fit. It was a perfect fit, and it was the first one cast, and it's. I'm very proud of that because they, I was a part of the pitch. I have never been able to get myself a show, you know, except once, and uh, somebody else pitched it. <laughs> so, um, but this was they pitched. Uh, this they actually pitched to um, Disney. Pixar went to them and said, "Imagine 
you know, Louis Black is anger. And the second version, you know, the, the Inside Out 2 was coming out on June 14th. And, and you're still you angry in that, too, I would hope. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm angrier. There you go. Are you, you know. still are you still buddies with Tony Larusa, the former manager of the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, we haven't. We, no, but but we haven't talked in a while. But you, you know, we just haven't crossed paths. But uh, you know, if uh, you know, if there's, I, I, I see some of the guys around him. I see from time to time. Um, um, so I haven't seen him in a while. I know you've done the his charity event in the past, his ARF event. So that was nice of you to do. Oh, it was very. It was a pleasure. And what was really interesting was to was to follow Vince Gill and Amy Grant. That was right. Which became that'll mix my, it up. <laughs> which was another bit. It was hard for me to get rid of because boy, I loved that one. God, <laughs> who are you following? Okay. Who are you following on Friday? Do you know? Is Kathleen gonna? I mean, she gets mail here. Is she gonna be in town? No, nah, she won't be in town. She's got she's 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 going great guns at this point. She's uh, she's out at Talking Stick, I believe. She's is going to be there. Or I forget where she's going to be when I'm playing St. Louis. Yeah, I'm does she playing. have does she have keychains for sale on the internet? No, when, uh, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No, but she has t-shirts, and, <laughs> uh, and she's got a great podcast. So, uh, but she's doing really well, and. Uh, um, but I'm looking. I'm I'm looking forward to coming back there. You know, it's uh, I'm I'm really actually very excited. It's interesting. You know, this time it it's a different uh, venue. It is, and people are texting in wanting to know if they have things that really bother them and they want to send the information to you. Where do they do that? Is it through social media? What's the best avenue well, to get to you? The best the best way to get to get it to me is if you go to lewisblack.com, they'll explain. You, I think you can type it in there. Okay. Um, but if nothing else, they'll lead you to where you, you can. And uh, what I am going to be doing is, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't do two shows. So where I would do an hour and 15 and then start do another 20 minutes because doing the, the reading these folks rants requires me to, you know, bellow from time to time. So it becomes, and you're doing, it's like a whole other show completely, just even energy wise. So, uh, but what I'll do probably is when I'm there is uh, read at least one, um, uh, one rant from uh, that I get in and it'll be from, uh, you know, from uh, St. Louis. So, it'll be a sad day when you can't rant. Sad day. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, people say, "How come you're you're retiring?" I said, "Because the next tour, I would be on a gurney with an IV." Yeah, <laughs> it's the goodbye Yeller Brick Road tour, right? Yes. So goodbye. All right, we'll see you on Friday, Lewis. Safe and hear, travels, and hear you on your podcast, that the Rampcast, LewisBlack dot com. And I'll see Thank at the wellness. Much. I'll see you at the wellness center in San Francisco. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, I will see you there, and we'll see, uh, and we'll be joined by by both candidates. I think who both need to be going there. Um, <laughs> we hope so because they thought it was a cafeteria. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, sir. We'll see you on Friday. Well done. I appreciate the time. Thanks. Uh, be well. Bye bye. Friday night. There's something to do. Laugh your butt off at the factory in the valley if you go to. Um, TheFactorySTL.com events, and you can get your tickets there to go see them. Nice way to start your weekend. Tony Show, Tuesday, February 13th. Yes, tomorrow's the day. Romeo, get on it.
don't think the pressure is on women with the upcoming Valentine's Day holiday. I don't think that the women are expected to do anything. I feel no pressure. For a, yeah, for sit a back, relax, and right. receive. But that's because a the gift. women grace us with their presence every, every day. day. Yeah, it's all on us. The stress, the you'll the be glut, fine. Bison. And then it <laughs> occurred to me, we get paid more. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so uh, true. I'm sorry, honey. The couch is fine. Um, right. So, things to do, things to do. <laughs> uh, Stuart Rosenblum's American Mortgage Corp. Now, this isn't really a Valentine's gift, but if you had mentioned to your significant other that you had reached out to Stuart Rosenblum and got yourself refinanced or, or took advantage of the bagel loan, Saved a bunch of money, and all of a sudden, three, four, five hundred dollars of your mortgage disappeared every month. Yeah, now that's that's one way to say I love ya. True. Or you know, she wants her dream house. You got a better chance of getting it if you go into that place pre-qualified and say I can guarantee you this much money for this house. Seller wants to go. So you're going to turn some heads that way. So many things they could do to help you financially. It's silly not to call because it costs you nothing anyway. Just a phone call. 314-324-4440. That is Stuart Rosenblum. And he is at stewartsamc.com. We are 48 hours after my big Chiefs win. Yes. You sounded (laughs) like Trump just then. The big Chiefs win. It was huge. I knew they'd win. I called it <laughs> the entire time. I work with my homes. Um, yeah, it still kind of hurts, honestly. But I have to tell you, and Marty mentioned it yesterday. We're talking about the rules, and they just changed the rules a couple of years ago, and I'm not sure why, and I'm not sure what it meant. And we had a few people over, and they're turning to me, you know, because I'm in the media or something. So is it the first to score, or do they get to play out the full five minutes? And I'm just like, who wants nachos? Yeah. I'll go make, I'll go make nachos. It is such a complicated game. I mean, even for the people at the highest level. I remember my dad telling me this, you know, when I first started in radio years ago, when the Rams first came to town, and I had to do these updates on the FM station, which is Y98 at time. Good morning. Good morning. And I didn't know much about football. And he said, you don't have time to learn everything there is to know about football. And it's so true. You still don't. You think you know things. And I know that people that are avid football fans know a lot. But for me, I like to bring it back to the basics. And they did that over Super Bowl weekend. They made it more, let's just say, understandable. False start is when an offensive player illegally moves after lining up for, but prior to the snap. Where are we going? Back five yards! Why? Because it's a penalty! Where are we going? Dora says back five yards. Why? Because it's a penalty. Thanks, Dora. I love it. So an interception, would that be swipe or no swiping? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It all comes together. I get it now. Yeah, there were a lot of animated versions of the game. And I'm sure the NFL is going, sure you can do that. Give us money. Money. Give us money. You want to do that? Give us money. Well, it's Roger Goodell's plan to get young kids interested in football because 
after all the reports about CTEs and stuff, a lot of parents were like, oh, we're out of football. So they signed a deal with Nickelodeon a couple years ago. Now they got SpongeBob. Uh, they got uh, Sandy and Patrick, Dora, everybody commenting on the game. They have slime when they have a touchdown. I feel like I would it's very fun. Like soak up the rules and learn more if it just the whole lesson came from Dora. It just there's something about her. I love her. I, I, I my kids watch her, and she I guess that's what it is. She didn't get the country illegally. No. She's a wow. bad hombre. Oh my! God. She's a bad hombre. A couple years ago, there was a live action Dora movie, and it's very yeah. sweet. It's, Very cute. It's, it's cute and sweet and uh, recommended. I love Dora. Where are we going? Back five yards. I got a backpack, backpack. I love backpack. What would you put in your backpack going to the Super Bowl? Uh, my map. Backpack. Hello. Oh, that's true. It's a map. I'm the map. What is happening? What? Exactly. What is happening? I don't know. Uh, the Michaels Bass <sighs> text line from the 618. Says, I remember years ago they used to have clinics for women to learn football rules and how to watch it. I remember hearing about. That I time. used to I host too. them. No, it was called football. Now I think about it and I cringe like a little football bit. Football wives. No, or? it was called football one hundred and one, and wow. we had a whole fashion show with J.C. Penny gear at the no. Esquire, and I was the MC of the evening, and we had some Where does football men come, come and show us. I think like Jack Snow, the former announcer sure. and player for the Rams, yeah. Showed up and they kind of explained the basics wow. of the X's and O's to us, and it was. Um, but now I feel like that's just not it's right. A cringy. It's a little cringy now. But then we were like, "Look at this! We've got." I mean, it was a, it was a fun event. It sold out. We did it multiple times. I think we called it Football One Hundred and One, and it was for women. Now you could just say Football One Hundred and One for anybody just to learn more. But no guy would would no. would ever show up pretending ever. that. Ever well, I would if I was single and I knew there was a theater full of women. Oh, look I, at you thinking. But it was actually really fun, and they came out with the latest gear that you could wear to the games. And, I mean, I liked it. Bejeweling your yes. sweatshirt. It's true. I mean, it, you want to do it again? I, maybe the Big 550 can start uh, football one and what we can have it over there at the... At the, the Westport Playhouse. Yeah. For caca. Oh, there you go. Get some Battlehawks players. Carney, you organize it. What? Because <laughs> I'm the most organized. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can, I can handle that, no problem. Uh, tomorrow, Samantha Fish, as we mentioned, will be on the show. She's coming to town also um, performing. And, again, if you're not familiar with her, like like I wasn't, um, she's great. I, if, if you like blues, you like good, raw, in-your-face blues, She's got a, a duet album out with a guy that initially was kind of one of her idols, and uh, it's tremendous. 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 She's also nominated for a Grammy this year. So, um, Sir Elton John, we were talking about the Goodbye Yeller Brick Road Tour yes. that Lewis is doing. But Sir Elton himself, son. There is an auction coming up by Christie's in Midtown Manhattan. Apparently, he kept a place on Peachtree Peach Road in Manhattan. Or in, isn't it in Atlanta? Yeah, it's Atlanta. So, he had a condo there, and he sold it for $7 million, but it was full hmm. of Elton stuff. Did they sell it with all the stuff? They're doing it now. Christie's swooping in, putting an auction together. Uh, and here's just a few of the things you, too, could own. 
a pair of silver leather platform boots. And you know, those are probably 12 inches tall. Uh, expected to fetch 10 grand. It's a little low, actually. And those shoes from Tommy, I wonder where those ended up. Those were 15 feet tall. A Yamaha grand piano expected to go for over 50,000 or more. Uh, and this one was a bit of a head scratcher. Uh, 1990 Bentley convertible custom, of course, they say might go upwards of 35 grand. That oh. doesn't seem like a lot of money. No, money. Even if it wasn't a famous guy's car. I don't, I mean, does it have a lot of miles on it? Is it, does it work? Well, he did. Well, yeah. does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, it has no engine. Maybe I'm not, I'm not maybe sure. Maybe it's one of those little kid things that you plug into the wall and then run over around. She could plug the little pink Barbie yeah. Jeep. That's funny. Uh, I, it starts on the 21st of February and Christie's is doing it. So I'm sure if you Google that and if you can find out because we're kind of busy doing a radio show. If you could find out why a 1990 Bentley convertible, custom made. Well, 1990 though that I mean that is an old. Thirty five grand though, and it's yeah. a it's a Rolls Royce, isn't a Bentley a Rolls Royce? You're asking the wrong girl. You're, I know you probably you're asking think, me to organize a football I, clinic. I know. So I did. We're all backward going, day. We're all going crazy. Uh, I need to call Wally and find out about the flowers because I've. I've piqued my own interest. I called yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you get some? I did. Mm -hmm. You get some or? Well, I got some, some and then someone I know and love really? received a beautiful yeah, thank delivery. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> received oh, a beautiful so delivery sweet. today. <laughs> so sweet. And it was, you know, they said, do you want them tomorrow, the day before? I always think, why not do it earlier with Valentine's Day? Get the flowers a little earlier. Then you don't have that worry. Did he remember? Did he not? Do I have to be angry? I don't want to be angry. I hope he remembers. But Carol got a lovely <laughs> delivery from Walter Knoll today. There's a whole little beautiful pink ro uh, roses from all seven of her grandchildren. You're a good daughter. Well, she's got seven grandkids, and they put their minds together. Yeah, but you didn't shake them down for money. Money, money. No, I'd put it on Joe's card. And my, uh, you know, my sentiment was in there as well, Carol. Always thinking about you, my dear. Uh, so, no, but I want to find out about the petals because I think rose petals are a thing. I think it's a very romantic thing. Uh, and I'm curious if he sells them. I'll tell you what, when we get to the news break, I will uh, text him and see if I can get answers for you. Actually, for me. It's uh, 12.55. Quick break. If you want to reach out to Walter Knoll, easy peasy, WKF.com. Is that the Samantha Fish release? That is. It's Jesse Dayton and Samantha Fish. I was doing a little bit of research on uh, Sam Fish. I can call her now because we're best pals. She's a decade younger than I am. How's that make you feel? Old. Ancient. Welcome. The first time I had that feeling that I was looking at an old soul playing music was when I saw Kenny Wade and Shepard at age 17 
playing just the, and Johnny Lang playing the dirtiest, roughest blues and exuding heartbreak. And, uh, and they're like 17. And I, I even asked Kenny Wayne, I'm like, and these songs you write about despair and heartbreak and loneliness, I said, what could have possibly happened to you that would equate to that more than an old girlfriend didn't give you back your CDs? And the answer was? I love that question. And it was a long time ago, and he was 17, and CDs <laughs> were a thing. So it's been a little minute. A lot of people uh, chiming in on the Bentley, giving us some answers here on that front. Bentleys are extremely expensive to own and maintain. Unless they're new or extremely old, they don't bring a lot in value. Uh, I don't know, 1990s is pretty old. Also on the Michaels Bath, tax line 35G is just starting point for the bidding. That's how they price automobiles. Yes, in 1990, Bentley was a part of Rolls-Royce. And if I could buy that Bentley, I'd buy a vanity plate that reads Rocket Man. Rock it man. man. I think that's brilliant. I think you ought to invest. And then you, I kind of like on air for you. Then you can uh, then you get me started on that whole vanity plate thing. I have another story about that that if I could still find it, I will share it with you. On air for you. Vroom. I, I know you're excited. This will probably take us up to news time. Go ahead, you guys. Oh, that's fine. No, no, good. no favorite, finish up. It's maybe my favorite thing since we've I was the monkey. I mean, my dad had a monkey. It was great. But I think on air for you, the number four and the letter U, on air for you, being your vanity plate, one of my favorite things. Stick around. There'll be more embarrassment to come over the years. <laughs> Carney Show, welcome back to the fun. I'm just making some assumptions, but I certainly hope that you are having fun. St. Louis Business Journal recently awarding one of the best places to work awards, no surprise, to the Delmar Gardens family. And I would think part of that judging process, although I was not asked to help, shocker, can't believe it. I know, right? Oversight. That they walked around and talked to the people in different roles for the company at different facilities and maybe uh, asked, how long have you been here? How long have you worked here? And a lot of them had more than a decade, 30 years, been here 25 years. I think my mother-in-law was there 35 years or more. She was 11 when she started. You're welcome, Ruth. Good. Good save. Uh, if you want to jump into the fold and want to work for a company where people stay, good benefits, you're appreciated, you're taken care of, maybe that's for you. Even if you don't have medical medical uh, training, there's lots of other things. There's the kitchen, there's housekeeping, there's landscaping, there's a lot of other things you could be doing working for that wonderful organization. Find out. Go to the website. They've got a great list of career opportunities that are awaiting you. 
You can find that at delmargardens.com. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so Katy Perry was on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night, and she revealed that this will be her last season as a judge on American Idol. Uh, Jimmy asked her what Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan think of this, and she said, well, they'll find out tonight because I haven't told them yet. (laughs) That's kind of a, I don't know. I mean, if you're working that closely with somebody, you would think that they would say that before they go on national TV. Now, she has taken a lot of heat for different things that she has said and the way that I she has I feel like acted. it has hurt her brand. I feel like Katy Perry was kind of beloved by... Like Tay and, and I think it hurt her brand a lot. Along yeah. the left shark. Yeah, I think it's true. Keanu Reeves may have the market cornered on, whoa, but... Uh, excuse me? Keanu Reeves may have the market cornered on, whoa, but Owen Wilson is the primary owner and proprietor of, wow. It's wow. hard to... It's hard. This goes on for 40 seconds. Yeah, we don't know. Those all Owen Wilson? Wow. Yeah, he's doing different voices and stuff. Yeah. It's hard to think of a movie where he doesn't say it at least once, and it's paid dividends for the guy. According to MovieWeb, Owen Wilson has done 47 movies and made approximately stop $218 million for the movies. Owen averages around 3,500 words per film, which means that he makes over $1,000 per word. And wow, wow, accounts for 102 of those words. So in the end, he's just made $135,000 just saying, wow, wow, wow. wow. Uh, Drake bet one point. One five million dollars on the Chiefs win walked away with a payout of two point three million dollars, a profit of a little bit over one hundred and one point million. He claimed he was going to make a one fan super blessed at his show in St. Louis last night, and we don't know uh, if anybody got the money. Money. We would love to know about it. Maybe it's tonight. He's doing two shows. We'll see. Well, see, I hope he does it. I think now he's kind of got to do something. Even if he gives somebody $10,000 out of that profit or five or a hundred. I mean, heck, we take a hundred. Does it make you want to go, Carney? Probably got it in his pocket. No, I can't think of anybody. Uh, Usher wanted uh, his longtime friend Justin Bieber to join him for Super Bowl halftime yeah, show. played the drums. I think it would have been kind of cool, but Justin says he wasn't feeling it. Um, and then, what? I don't know, he didn't, he didn't, you know what, he's not... He's got some health issues. They're they're laying low these days. They went to the game, but didn't feel like he was in performance. Now, did mode. he marry a Baldwin? He did. Okay. Yes, Haley Baldwin. Did you know that, Carney? I had no idea. Really? But I know there's a ton of Baldwins, so it's just a matter of average. Stephen Baldwin's daughter is Haley Baldwin so is Bieber. China mm-hmm. Phillips' daughter. My head's Maybe. exploding. China Phillips from Wilson Phillips? I, I don't think know. That you Google that while I tell you that Jon Stewart returned to host The Daily Show last night, almost nine years since he stepped down, and he says he's doing it because he just needs to vent. Wow. Uh, moving forward, he's only going to host on Monday nights, but he's still going to executive produce the show. Wow. Do you, are you a fan? Nope. Wow. Uh, 42 years ago, 1982, Loverboys working for the weekend peaked at number 29 on the pop chart. Uh, Missed the hair at that point in time. 
Hard to believe that Prince Michael Jackson Jr. is 27 today. Can't believe it. Randy Moss is 47. Where does the time go? Um, coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, is 77, the Duke bas- basketball coach. And Peter Gabriel, the, the lead singer of Genesis, 74 years old. And then tonight, you get more Bachelor. And other than that, you're probably better off going to the Drake concert in St. Louis to see if you can win some yeah. money. Money. But now we've got free jokes. They're homemade and they're fresh out the oven. Oh, they're not free. Oh, no. Huh. What are we going to go with here? Majority of single Americans are not looking for romance this Valentine's Day, or for that matter, at any other time. A new Pew Research out this month says 56% of single adults said they were not looking for a relationship or a casual date. Majorities of single adults who weren't looking for a relationship or date cited enjoying being single, 72% of them actually, and having more important priorities, at least uh, minor reasons why anyway. Smaller groups of singles said they were too busy, or they felt they were too old to pursue romantic relationships. Or in other words, they didn't get swiped. It was my idea. No one swiped right. Like, they all swiped left or vice versa. Yeah, I, I didn't I'm not know. a swiper. I would have specified left or right, but I didn't know which was which. So I just let it fly. It's a good thing that you don't know that. Build a burr workshop. Yeah, this is weird. Build a burr demanding a jury trial after being served a lawsuit claiming the St. Louis toy manufacturer's latest plush line, Scoozers. It's too similar to a stuffed toy brand, Squishmallows. Squishmallows. Yeah. There's an A in there. Mallows. Oh, that's like mallows. Mar- that's like marshmallow. Marshmallow. People say marshmallow. Mallow. Enrique. Last uh, month, Squishmallows parent company sued Build-A-Bear over alleged infringement of its trade dress rights, which protect the product's appearance, shape, and design. Kim Kardashian also suing, saying that both companies stole her squishy design. Wow. I thought you were going to talk about Build-A-Bear After Dark. I don't know if you saw that story over the weekend. I have not, but off the air, you'll have to regale me. I will. Very weird. Squishmallow is very cute, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. They carry them down at Union Station. They do, yeah. How cute. Uh, more championships for the Chiefs could mean less work for lawmakers at the Capitol with the big parade scheduled for tomorrow in Kansas City. Leadership in both the House and the Senate considering no action late in the week to let lawmakers celebrate the Chiefs. A win for the Chiefs means a day off for lawmakers, taking Wednesday and Thursday off, uh, allowing to them to uh, whoop it up. Don't know if anyone's actually going to notice. Lastly, this piece. As President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump appear to be headed for a rematch at the polls, Age has become a topic of conversation with voters, as you can imagine. Both candidates over 75. 
Trump would be 78 when sworn in if he won a second term, while Biden, now 81, would be 82 at his inauguration. When told of the poll results, President Biden said, Huh? <laughs> Come on, Who? man. Huh? Huh? Oh, whoa. Huh? Whoa. I scream. Whoa. That's it. Until it's the whole thing. Stop staring. Uh, it's uh, 119, so let's take a break. Restaurant Tuesday around the corner. We are going to dive deep into charcuteries in a moment. Your kids no. understand you? No, they don't. I open that door so slowly, take a peek up Restaurant north Tuesday. and south. Restaurant Tuesday, going now. Brought to you by Kuna Food Service and Dan Bippin, Rose, the whole gang over there. Great folks is, and I'm not even a, a restaurateur, but they've done, much, done so much to help me, to help the foundation by reaching out to the restaurant saying, look, you're going to be preparing all this food for Carnival, uh, which by the by, sold out. Don't call me. I have no access to any tickets. Um, these restaurants bring in food for like 400 people, and I don't have anything to give them, just to, hey, thanks for participating and taking part in this and helping us raise money. Money. No. Dan Bippin, thank you. Dan Bippin comes running in. He's like, you know, we'll give supplies to a lot of these restaurants. We'll give them the ingredients. We'll give them credits to their accounts. And if they're not, clients will still give them what they need. Uh, it just kind of shows their commitment to make sure your favorite eatery sticks around. COVID was a huge, huge challenge for a lot of these places at that time. And they came through. And continue to do so. You want to support them directly? I guess you can do that by throwing a wheel of hotly cheese in your in your grocery cart. They own that. But just eat local and everybody's happy. Online, kunafoodservice.com. There is George Mahe. Hi. How are you doing? Fantastic. I'm uh I've got Carnival tickets. I feel privileged now that it's sold. If five people called and said, John, I got to get into this, you wouldn't take their... I got nothing. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, you would. No, I said this weeks ago. I, I don't have any access. To any, I don't have a seat wow. for myself because I don't you wanna stop. Buy, you want to buy mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have third party, paging a third party, a little side hustle yeah, for George yeah. May. I could use a little cash. I don't. I don't I'll have, kick it back to the organization, I swear. I believe you, but I know you'd like to go because there's like oh, 15 I've, restaurants. I've never missed, never missed it. And these comics are filthy. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Or maybe not. Good. Well, we'll see. Uh, we've had darker. I mean, Bill Burr was there, so I don't really think... We could put anybody on there that's going to be wilder than that. Uh, all right, on we go, shall we? So I understand you write about restaurants in your little magazine. Yes, I do, every once in a while. So what's going on? Always what busy. Know? What's the name of your periodical? Always busy, St. Louis Magazine. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's there all the time. We have a dining vertical. We put content up every day. We've Benning? put two or three articles. We put about five articles up about Valentine's Day. About Valentine's Day. What is a dining vertical? Uh, is it's, that like a, a list? Yeah. A competitive it, it's a category. swimming diving jump? Yeah, it, we call it. It's it's a category in the magazine. So, anyway. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, but check out anybody that has anything to do, wants anything to do with Valentine's Day. We've got it covered. Three or four articles. And that's just, uh, that's just the start. So, yeah, uh, we even I did an article 
a while ago on the most romantic tables in the city, and I've got about a hundred of them. Tables. And I call them out by name, by table number. So yeah. you can call so-and-so restaurant and say, I would like table 32, please, if that's available, because it's the most romantic table in the restaurant. I Is, bet there are people wild? so mad at you that answer the, the phones at restaurants. You know, I always say restaurant people are there to help and they're, they're hospitality people. And generally, it's very easy for them to note that on the reservation book. It's not like it's a big Well, I know, pain. but I'm just saying if multiple people want table 32, then you got yourself That's a little That's their problem. problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. the George I know and love. <laughs> yeah, but it's it was, it's a great article and I update it all the time. And, and people do ask for these tables. It's good to know this stuff. It is good. All on right. the subject of specific tables, and I want to bring our featured restaurant restaurant in here in a minute. I I was thinking about this when I was soliciting auction items. Back in the day, we used to have several uh, chef's dinners that we had in the auction where there'd be a table at the restaurant that's in the kitchen. Yes. Or at the old scape, there was one downstairs in its own private wine room. At Monarch, there was one upstairs. Yeah, that one too with the glass that looked down on the kitchen. And I can't really i don't get out as much but i don't think those are still much of a thing are they mm, there are some here and there but yeah it's not as big a thing as it used to That's be uh, i know bad. i know basso has a bunch of large tables downstairs you know you and just I, reach over and grab some yeah. <laughs> i know the folks at adara are doing something you know they've got it downstairs and an upstairs there that they can uh, do chef's tables at so that's uh, that's that's going to be a thing that they're going to be doing soon. But yeah, they're they're there if you want them. But uh, yeah, it was a big thing for a while, and the chef would come out and you know actually almost be part of the introduce every dish, serve every dish. It was, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's fun. You mentioned uh, Valentine's Day, and nothing says I love you like a heart shape array of meat. <laughs> And I, and cheese, and, cheese, and, cheese. and fruit, and chocolates, yes. whatever I, you want. There's a healthy no. component here, John. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, that's like when there's salads on the menu. I'm like, if there are. Uh, Danielle Fox with us from Dishing Out to Cheese. Uh, and thank you for coming in, Danielle. Thank you for having me here today. And how on earth did you get into the world of cured meats if it's not too personal? (laughs) Oh, it's definitely not too personal. So I'm actually a doctor of pharmacy by training. So I'm a pharmacist in my my nine to five. Yeah. And so during during COVID, it was actually 2019, I started a new job and then 2020 hit and then 2021. So we were just kind of figuring things out in my new role. Um, So I was supposed to travel um, a lot more than than we were able to. Yeah. So I had a lot of free time. Um, and when you have people over, no matter how big or small, I, mean, I, I love hosting events, so needed to have something you know, for them to eat. And I just thoroughly enjoyed to see how many different meats and cheeses I could put together and what kind of array. Um, and it really just grew from there. So. And it becomes a work of art oh in a way, God. doesn't it? It's so therapeutic. Like You would never think that it's therapeutic, but it really is like being able to tap into a piece of your creativity that you really didn't even know existed. And so, yeah, absolutely. It becomes, to me, it's just absolutely beautiful. Where do you put your charcuterie boards together? Absolutely. So I actually have a commissary kitchen. Um, it's located in Fenton called The Creative Cookery. And I know, um, I believe Charcou and the Lou is another company that may um, utilize them. But there's a bunch of different uh, commissary kitchens around. And many of the charcuterie businesses, we utilize those. It seems like there are a fair amount 
of companies, and I'm thinking of Salome Badu and, of course, the other places on the Hill, we make a lot of really good uh, uh, sausage and cured meats yeah, here. Absolutely. Volpe, especially. Yeah, Volpe yep. as well. Yeah. They're known around the world. Absolutely. Now, do you pick and choose or do you actually get into making your own sauce? Uh, oh, I have not or... dabbled in making my own cured meats, um, which we know that's the, the original term. What charcuterie means is the cured meats and cheeses, but I'd much rather support local, so I do a lot of things. Like, I try to do Volpe. I try to get my um, fresh fruit and um, the cheeses from actually Soulard Market. So anytime that I have the ability to support a local business, I utilize that. Um, there's also just very cost-effective ways to do that. So maybe if um, someone's looking for a board that's not as ex- as expensive. I'll go to Trader Joe's. Go to go to um, and go to Aldi, but still trying to utilize local meat. So use a lot of Volpe. Um, there's also some African American farms, um, and I try to utilize any sort of like minority owned business when it comes to being able to to utilize. Uh, How do you decide meat. what the something sweet will be? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the the little icing on the cake, if you will. Absolutely. So I you, I try to get a lot of inspiration. So I will never put a board together um, with something that I haven't tried, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask my customers what their preference is. If they have, some people like chocolate, some people don't. So they have the ability to fully customize it. Um, and then I utilize what is out there. So we know, like, right now it's Valentine's Day, so we've got heart-shaped macaroons. Um, I actually make my own chocolate-covered strawberries. So any kind of, I try to balance the sweet and the salty, and then also, you know, like, dark chocolate versus white chocolate and making sure that there's something for everyone on every board. Say the name of your business again so that people can go and look at your website and see the beautiful work you do. Oh, thank you. So it is Dishing Out the Cheese. So www.dishingoutthecheese.com. And, and it's got- Dishing with no G and yes. Dutch Cheese, D-A-C-H-E-E-S. And you've got several, I mean, probably, I didn't I didn't count a dozen different <laughs> ways to, to do it from small boards to large boards. I'm looking at a beautiful heart-shaped, uh, I won't call it a board, but it sure is pretty for, for, for Valentine's Day. Is it yeah. too late to get something like this? Absolutely not. Um, I can make things with less than 24 hours notice. So, yep, feel free to go onto the website. Um, there's also a contact me if you're not quite sure. But, yep, no, no problem doing anything at any point in time. Do you deliver those two? I absolutely do. And I would imagine there's a refrigeration issue too when you're. Um, so I actually use. have refrigerator. I have a refrigeratable container um, yeah. that that I take with me to make sure that the meat and cheese stay within the correct temperature. So you can have them delivered, but you can also pick them up. I read. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I just think it's cool because I saw little cones. Yeah. Little individuals. <laughs> I saw letters, so yes. you could spell someone's name out. Absolutely. In charcuterie, yep. I think that's fun. <laughs> How about if somebody has a special platter or special board or something that they want you to, hey, if I give you this board, will you just do it upright? Absolutely. Can you do that? Absolutely. And I can do it whether it's in their home. Um, we prefer to put, obviously put it together in the in the commissary kitchen, but I do have the ability to kind of flex um, to be able to utilize whatever the customer is looking for. You know, there's nothing really more subjective than cheese. <laughs> I mean, the stinkier, the better for me. There's some cheeses I love to eat. My wife won't even let me keep in the house. Mm -hmm. I get to have it outside. Um, So when you put these together, is there a cheese out there that's very difficult for you to pair because of its essence? 
Not difficult to pair, but definitely people have a preference. Most people don't care for blue cheese very much. Oh, um, yeah. Shame, on them. but it does pair really well. Um, you know, put it with a little bit of honey. You just really have to balance the sweet and the Agreed. savory. You have to balance the cracker um, to the, the cheese to meat to cracker ratio is always very important. So I always make suggestions when people are very averse to something. Just like make sure that they've tried it before they've counted uh, it out. I love how you said the cheese to, to cracker <laughs> ratio. I, that, that didn't slip by me. I love it. it is dirt cheese. <laughs> um, I hats off to you, Georgie. I did, I'm a soup fanatic all year round, and especially this time of year. And I saw it's, that you guys in the magazine uh, have an article on the best soups in St. Louis, and I'm gonna try them all. Yeah, that's but, it's uh, restaurant soups generally, and you know, from all across the city. I forget how many we've got on that list, but we've got as many photos as we can because that helps. But there's um, a, a couple dozen. And then, you know, I, I, I'm not averse to saying, you know what, Straub's has some really good soups there. Yeah. You know, they've got half a dozen to, to eight, ten soups at any one time. Companion has four soups every oh, day. Oh, I love their soups. Their soups are great. They, those guys both sell their soup by the quart, too, so just because it's not in the bin there, you know, in the in the dipping, uh, you know, cabinet, uh, you can get it, you know, cold to go. And, and it's great, but yeah, a lot of restaurant soups, um, uh, I just, you know, mushroom brie bisque. You ever had that from Crushed Red? It's awesome. Yes. It's an awesome soup. Is that on the menu all the it's time? It's on the, I think it's two days a week, but it's worth yeah. going on those oh, two days. Oh, my goodness. That's so good. Uh, the cow soy at Fork and Sticks. I mean, there's just Excuse there's you? just a bunch of them that are really, really good. And, yes, we, we, we wait till the weather gets cold, and, and we we put that, that article out every year, updated as need be, and it's just I it, gotta it tell always you, gets a lot of attention. My friend at Cobalt Smoke and Sea, she's doing the famous bar um, French onion sure. soup, and it is is it is it a dead ringer? Is it because that's yeah. that's tough to get right? I thought it was fantastic. It's a lot of people. La Bambouche is it good? Kills it. Yeah, they absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same thing. In the La Bambouche. And I like the ones from, brown, from Brasserie. Brown. I wouldn't call it a famous bar soup, but right. it's really good. The one at Cafe Provençal is delicious. But, yeah, the uh, famous bar, is, is gets a different texture to it that some people like. It's some heartier. People, it's a little thicker. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's either good or bad, depending on what you like. We'll get back to Danielle in a second. One more thing I wanted to bounce off here. Actually, it's two things, but I'll put it as one. It's Mardi Gras season. Yes. Best Cajun food. And it's Fat Tuesday. Lent fish fries. Mm-hmm. Go. Well, for one, we're we're <laughs> on your well, market th- set. There's let me see. There's a hundred and thirty of them. Let me let me just start by fish saying fries. the first one is an hour lady of a hundred and thirty parish fish fries. I don't think there's a bad one, and I don't know why they don't do them all year because it makes a lot of money for those churches. I know why. I've asked that question because they do make a lot, a ton of money. Yeah. They have the, to have licensing, and, or? and no, a lot of the reason. I mean, a lot of the food is either donated or or offered at a discount from from the vendors. Right. I go, well, why don't you guys do this all the time? It's people. It's volunteers. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And doing it for uh, every Lenten Friday is about all most of them can handle. Hmm. But you'd, you'd think, I know, I know. But one cool thing about it, and, and uh, we've written about these, there's, a, you know, all the fraternal organizations get into it also. But I, there's one out on, gosh, it's on Midland Avenue in, in, in uh, Overland. No, it's out in Overland. And I love these guys because they don't start until the, the parishes quit. 
They start on Good Friday. He starts at the end of March this year, and then they go through September. So they let the parishes do their thing. They let the parishes make their money, and then well, they, that's nice. Yeah, it's really cool, and I, I think other. Um, I think other fraternal organizations do the same thing, but oh my gosh, there's um, we haven't put a list of parish ones out yet, but they're out there. Uh, the Post Dispatch published their list of 130. Wow. Uh, fish fries and everybody's got their favorite and like you said yeah. none of them are bad some of them are really really it's good it's funny how they branch out well we also have bean burritos uh, we have cannelloni we you know but it's like wait what, what happened to the catfish or the cod and spaghetti somehow became a big thing somewhere yeah. along the line I think <laughs> really i think it's because of kids but yeah but I, I don't know that for a fact but. dishing out to cheese let's go back there <laughs> and it's proprietor daniel fox with us and if you go to dishingouttocheese.com, you will see her terrified jumping from an airplane. <laughs> so what is the story behind that? I am a thrill seeker by nature. Well, so you showed up here. So <laughs> love to so I've, like I've skydived. Um we've done a lot of we try every time we go out of the country, we try to do something that's would be considered thrill seeking. So I absolutely look forward to doing things like that. Going into business for yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying, right? Oh, absolutely uh -huh. it is, yeah. which is why I'm still a pharmacist by day. <laughs> Do you have a geographical area where you cut it off where it's, you know, just too far to get something to No, somebody? I've driven all the way out to, um, I mean, I've through all through Illinois, definitely all through Missouri. That's not really a problem. But, but that's yeah. got to be, you got to make it cost effective, yes, though, right? absolutely. I mean, that's kind of tough. Absolutely. And so I would say, like, typically, the it's not very often that I'll go too too far in illinois but i live right by the highway so it's super easy for me to commute and then the cost is dependent on how many miles away from like my current location that you are so 20 miles away it'll be more expensive for a delivery charge i know the cheeses i love i know the meats that i love <laughs> what i'm I, I i'm unclear on because they keep throwing so many different ones out all the time are the crackers and i keep thinking oh this lavash is going to be great or there's that one that comes out of Denmark and they look like floor tiles yeah. and you have to chew on them for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so mm. preferences for you of of the cracker accoutrement? Um, I love, so Trader Joe's has a scalloped trio crackers and I absolutely love those. They have them in their plain or they have them um, and they're also like garlic salt. So I, I mean, I absolutely love all different kinds of crackers. I also have one in there in this board that's like a fig and raisin. I actually really like that. I was, I was not quite sure, but I'm all about trying something new and mm. figuring out how to best pair it with something Well, else. your Valentine's Day idea is adorable. It's a great <laughs> container and it's got a lid. So and I was mentioning this before we went on the air. It's just nice to be able to enjoy your charcuterie Absolutely. board and then you can put it in the fridge for a little bit, bring it back Absolutely. out, and it has, like, new life, you <laughs> yep. know, the next day. Absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, those of us that put charcuterie boards together, you do it, and then you've got all this leftover stuff in the refrigerator mm -hmm. that— a lot of the time, it's like, how are we going to get rid of all this? <laughs> right. Anyway, so it's, yes, these things are, are you know, they're they're not inexpensive, but, yeah. in the, you know, long story short, they really are really a pretty good deal. And we appreciate the lid, too, because George is hovering right over it, and <laughs> yeah. if it didn't have a lid, I'm, yeah, it, yeah, it I'm, would I'm be. Sitting here, I'm, I'm coughing and sneezing and, <laughs> uh -huh. and our, making our, a ruckus. Our cheats, what's coming up on the podcast? Um, uh, um, coming up on Friday, we're going to get into fish fries. We're going to do Cheryl Bear picks about it. Did a, you just make that up? No. She picked, okay. yeah, she, she, 
she picked about a uh, six or eight of her favorite parish fish fries, and I chime in with six or eight restaurants that are doing unusual fish mm-hmm. things for for Lent and for Lenten Fridays. So mm-hmm. it'll be another just blockbuster episode. What can I say, John? But it also means Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can have meat. Why not get it in a charcuterie? <laughs> See, they're going to put it all together in there. Uh, and dishing out to cheese, dishingouttocheese.com where you'll find that absolutely gorgeous uh, charcuterie plates. And if you don't eat meat, you can do one that's all fruit and mm-hmm. cheese and vegetables and whatever, Vegan, yep, right? anything, fully just, customizable. What a great idea. So and when they call you, talented. do you just say, what do you like, and I'll make it happen? Or do you, here's my standard, and maybe we can deviate from it? Nope, I just absolutely, go. yep, go for it. And I, I leave a lot of things open for people to answer. What do you not like? What do you want to avoid? And things like that, because it tends to be a little bit easier to answer. For sure. Dishnottocheese.com and stlmag.com to find out what George and company are up to as well. Restaurant Tuesday brought to you by our friends at Kuna Food Service. We'll break. We'll be right back. Boy, get people going with charcuterie and all of a sudden you're everybody's best buddy. (laughs) I remember when I started here, it first became popular and... Never had my first, I didn't have charcuterie in my whole life until I was at the Lake of the Ozarks. Talk about culture. That's odd. I know. But it was good. They're not like synonymous with each other. It was so good. Was there a corncob pipe on your charcuterie plate? No. Uh No, but people love it. Oh, me too. um, I've slowed my roll a little bit on cured meats. I like the cheese, and I and the definitely I love the something sweet on a charcuterie board. And it is fun to to create your own. It's also nice to support life uh, live and local businesses. So it's it's good to do and a nice idea for um, I almost said St. Patrick's Day for Valentine's Day or for St. Patrick's Day. You too. could do that too. We're gearing up for that next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I love them, I, and I love making them as much as I love picking on them, and. I've got, it's not going to surprise you at all. I've got two or three cookbooks that are nothing but charcuterie designs. Really? I'm, yeah. You know, when you go to the Abbey, we've been there before, the marketplace oh, at the Abbey. Yeah. They have a whole charcuterie section. I know. And there's this one tray that is like the perfect weight and it's got a handle on it and it's half marble and then half wood. So you lay the cheese out, you lay the meat out, you lay the crackers out and then... She's got all these cute bowls and different things that you can mix it up with. Mm. And I love more than anything. More than anything? The mini forks and spoons and things that you put out with your charcuterie board. Yeah. Because it's just so cute and festive. People know that that these are my weakness. And I probably have five different sets of mini forks and mini trowels and mini, you know, those things that well, you Well, the do next time you... we do a remote at the Abbey, which is coming up in just a few weeks, maybe we'll sit in that section rather yeah. than on the big comfy CR yeah. Lane chairs. Tell I don't her. know. Maybe we maybe we sit in the big CR Lane chairs that are, we loved and then we can stroll over through the yeah. charcuterie section. Do you section. mind if I bring this salami with me it, by any chance? Exactly. Is that okay? Uh, she probably wouldn't. I could bring the elk sausage that, that Crusher... God, I, he would actually love for you to try it. If I you would. would. I, I'll, I'll try it. You would try I, it? Because I won't. Would yeah. you eat elk sausage, Max? It's 
kind of personal. Sure. Summer sausage? Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I, I love a good charcuterie board. It was fun to meet Danielle, but... When we go out to the Abbey, and I hope you come out and see us. If not, go on your own. It is just west of 141 on Manchester. And the ladies, the ladies know oh, the what ladies. they're doing. I was talking to Linda that works there the other day. And I know that Laura Wilson is on her way to market yet again. Oh, because be so much fun. At, wouldn't it? I would love to go on one of those market trips. Me I too. love it. They have the pillow wall. We got to visit that. Carol and I were, my mom and I, we were playing around with that. Well, this would look good in this room, and this would look good in the cat. What do we do with this? And they will give you advice, and that's the great thing, is that they have designers on hand. And I mentioned CR Lane Furniture early, a little earlier. It is on sale, but just for a couple more days. 20% off. It's completely customizable. So if you say, I want the body of this chair, the sofa, but I want this fabric and then I want to do this light wood as an accent. They will custom make it for you. Gorgeous, so well made, and usually never on sale, but it is right now at the Abbey. You get to pick, or they have a few pieces that they've chosen for you, and I like their taste every on everything. That's why I get in trouble at the Abbey. If you want somewhere fun to go, go see my friends at the Abbey. The ladies would love to meet you. So many beautiful things for gifts, for your home, for yourself. The Abbey. Marketplace at theabbey.com for more. Did you say they're only on sale for a couple more days? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, because yeah. I'm talking about that for a while. It's really getting down to yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting down to it with the sale, 20% off. Yeah, so get in there, get in there. It's not going to be our fault if you don't get in on the sale. They'll still have the furniture, though. Dan Moran next hour. Looking forward to that conversation. And tomorrow, Samantha Fish, later in the week, another conversation with Rob Reiner. And I know you're saying, wait a minute. You just talked to him about his JFK podcast. Right. And that's wonderful. He has a new one out. Um, and we'll talk about that. The weird thing is, third or fourth conversation I've had with Rob Reiner, I've yet to have the opportunity to talk about All in the Family. You know, I bet that's refreshing for him. Though. Eventually. Because we'll everyone's like, hey, meathead. Well, I think this time I'm going to say, look, Rob, we, we've done this like four times now. Can we talk Carol O'Connor just for a minute? Gene Stapleton, something, throw me a bone, and then we'll get to your little project. Or maybe, maybe do that at the end. Yeah, maybe I won't approach it that way. I don't know. I still got to figure it out. Still waiting to hear from Wally. I can't imagine why Walter Noel has not returned my text. What could he possibly be doing? The what day, did you the day say? Before, it's not like he's busy. Yeah. Day Sit before around. Valentine's Day. What's he doing? Come on, Wally. It's like calling Santa on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I, I actually have his number. I don't want to brag. Santa's number yeah. or Wally's number? No, both. Oh. I got Santa and Wally's it's you. number. But no, I wanted to ask Wally about the rose petals as a romantic gesture on Valentine's Day, to which you weren't necessarily hip to, which got me wondering... Did I dream this? Or there's that scene in American Beauty that suggests that it has a romantic well, connotation? Okay, I think it would be lovely, but you said when people drop them on the floor and then pick them up, and I just don't think that that's romantic, you would take them off the beautiful stem of Zeros. Yeah, but I think you could actually get bags of just the petals. 
Well, maybe so. And do you know that the different roses mean different things? Like yellow means friendship, pink is sweetheart, white red is, is love. I blew it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> white is, white yeah, exactly. Nice knowing you. That's right. Um, <laughs> and the praying mantis is is a whole nother. Well, that gesture. was in your first wedding video. It's, it's, I'm whoa, on the board. She's on the board, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we'll let you slide, buddy, because I know you're busy running around. Um, and so is your legion of delivery people. And I remember probably six, seven years ago, Walter Knoll said to us, please hit the fact that we're looking for drivers because especially this time of year, Mother's Day and holidays, they are. And several of those drivers that they hired for seasonal work have remained because it seems like. Everybody wants to send flowers all the time. So they're constantly going out the door and somebody has to do it. Again, another career opportunity if you are so inclined. And they're terrific people. Walter and his brothers, they do such a good job. And they deliver everywhere. Flowers from everywhere. And hopefully we'll be back down there soon for another broadcast. And we'll see Wally at Carnival too. I'm looking forward to to that. I bet it smells so good on LaSalle Street at Walter Knoll right now. No, it does. I mean, back in that area where they cut everything up and they then they put it's really like works of art that they put together with these floral arrangements and it just smells like it smells like what I would think heaven would smell like. And it's like Edward scissor hands, you know, where the the stems are flying Mm -hmm. and leaves and things and what they finish with is absolutely breathtaking. They can do it for you too. Check them out. Go to WKF.com. Order them there. And even if you order today, you can get them where you need to get them the, by uh, tomorrow. The Michael's Bath text line uh, from the uh, 785. Is that right? Yeah, they text us all the time. Wow. Uh, they say, wow, you have both Santa and Wally's number, yet neither one will text you back. Well, I hate to brag, but we also have Nellie's number, and he also won't text no. us back. Why'd you have to go bring that up? Oh, Why Max. That's why I'm here. Ouch. Ouch. That was hurtful. <laughs> and not everybody a charcuterie fan from the 314. Give me a Slim Jim and a pack of string cheese and I'm all set. I thought that was a funny text. Like, eh, okay. It's, it's Simplify cheese, things. Cheese and meat product. It's close. Cheese and meat product. Pretty much. Uh, Dan Warren, boy, we had a lot of questions for him as we always do. Uh, and we talk technology and we take advantage of every opportunity we have to talk to him because being a celebrated author, it's just a matter of time. Shows up on the New York Times bestseller list and all of a sudden he's not returning our calls. I know. You can say, we remember Dan Wynn. So we're jumping at it while it's hot. Next hour. <laughs> Dan Morin waiting in the wings. Before we get there, a reminder with Valentine's Day tomorrow, maybe you heard, uh, KTRS has a very special Valentine promotion for you. Obviously, you got to hurry because the announcement of our winners is tomorrow.
Here's the deal. Nominate your special Valentine for a chance to win $100 gift certificates from Herbaria, Walter and Old Florist, and Newsteaders Fine Jewelers. All of them. Just go to KTRS.com, look for the KTRS Valentine's registration, and nominate your special Valentine. There's still time. And tune in tomorrow. We will announce a winner at that time. As you heard from John Carney himself, it's now time to welcome tech writer Dan Morin to the show. He's the author of the best-selling science fiction espionage novels, The Baron Agenda, Love. The Aleph Extraction, Love. and The Nova Incident. And in case that trilogy wasn't enough for you, he has a new spooky time thriller called spooky. All Souls Lost, and it's now available wherever books are sold. Does Dan he Morin, also have a Nobel Peace Prize? He is Different the father more. of little baby E. Oh, baby E. His favorite color is green. He doesn't celebrate Taco Tuesday. He tolerates animals. His idol is Elon Musk. And he joins us now. <laughs> oh, that's Burn! false advertising. Hi, Dan. Yeah, I bet he hung oh, up. Boy. <laughs> I know that's what a, I'm thinking. Except for that last part. Uh, Danny. That's a defamation suit waiting to happen yeah. is what that is. I retracted. I retracted. All right, let's okay, go from thank you. oldest person question to youngest. Uh, I'll get it started. I imagine I'm the only one in this room or in this conversation period who has a landline. No, I have one. Do you really? Because I have yet another person that's even older that lives in my home. Okay. Uh, and it would I've, throw her off completely. she answers it all the time. She answers it all too much because I we get better. calls from all over the world and... Yeah, I'm not sure you, know, you should feel better, Carney. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you and Carol are in the same boat. We'll just call each other and talk on our landlines. I'm going to give her your cell phone number. What do you think about she that? She calls. She is a dialing danger. She just calls all day long. I love it. So, any hoodles, I need mine because when I record interviews uh, that are with people only available in the morning, I do it in the studio in the basement, and that's on a landline. It's the way everything is wired. So they pull landlines. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, there's something called Zoom, and you just dial into Zoom, and it sounds crystal clear. Yeah, I couldn't possibly. Sounds terrifying. It's not wired into my stuff. It actually is. It's on your your computer, and it would be Well, let's ask Dan Morin, since he's our guest voice. I'm afraid. (laughs) So what's wrong with just keeping the landline for old schoolers? I think, first of all, I think landlines are probably not going anywhere immediately, but this is sort of the first step in that direction. And I think it's just a race at this point to see whether it's, you know, the kind of thing that gets killed off by people just not getting landlines anymore, or whether it's something that's more like this case where it's AT&T essentially saying, hey, we want a waiver that would allow us to stop servicing landlines in California. And Part of it is that it's just expensive, right? This is maintaining all these phone lines that still exist, and there are many, many, many of them because even in cases where people don't get landlines, the wiring's all still there, right? And so there is a question of whether, you know, these companies obviously want to cut costs, and a lot of times that's by like, hey, nobody's using these things, and so let's, you know, let's stop supporting them. But they are legally required to because it is a public utility. So, that is the thing they're applying for a waiver for. Here is the law saying essentially you are legally required to keep this landline operating. Is any now, of this is any of this about money? I mean, because I know money. It's always Some about money. It's but, always about money. But these wires are copper. Is this about if we pull up 
all this uh, copper, look at all the money we're going to have. Money. Uh, I mean, maybe. I think it's more about not spending money on keeping all those things in good working order more than anything. But, yeah, you're right that there's raw material there that potentially might be worth some money as well. Um, I think, you know, this is going to be a continually uh, a slow shift as the, you know, environment changes. But, you know, clearly we have moved away largely from landlines, but there are lots of other things that are beyond phones that require them that operate over them, like alarms or call boxes, emergency call boxes and all these things. So it's going to be you're going to have a lot of these edge cases for a long time. And there's also issues, particularly with wiring in rural areas. That's one of the biggest challenges here is a lot of those, a lot of times those places are not well served by broadband and as a result have to rely on analog copper phone systems. So true, yeah. Replacing those are expensive. It's expensive, right? You got to run wire out there. Uh, Famously, I think DSL in particular never worked pretty well. It had length limits. You could only be so far from a central office and have it actually work. Cable, obviously easier, but like the cable companies don't want to run cable out there people don't want to build towers all over the place so what do you do right like you can't just say never mind those people like they're on their own right and satellites not a good enough reliable enough alternative like we have this infrastructure and we've built it out over many many years and it's actually fairly robust is the other thing you know one point people make about copper phone service a lot of times is not subject to power outages if you have a voip phone you know, it's part of your cable or whatever, and it runs over fiber optics, your power goes out, usually your phone stops working. I mean, you may have a backup battery in it or something like that, but it may not matter depending on how much other stuff in your area is out. Whereas phone lines will usually keep running in power outages because they're on separate wires and they don't require, you know, external power. So that's a we'll challenge as well. We'll see who wins really this good... battle and see who ends up with a landline if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Hang on there, Carol. I'll yeah. call you right back. Um, Google's Gemini Assist is a little glimpse even deeper into the AI future. What is it? So Gemini is a rebranding of what Google is recently calling BARD, which is essentially their AI chatbot. So this is Google's version of something like ChatGPT. Um, What makes it distinct is that it integrates with Google's own services So it has insight at your discretion into things like your Google Calendar and your Gmail. And so you can ask it to do things like, hey, book that Airbnb that I got an email in Gmail. Well, maybe not yet, but that's kind of the goal is to be able to have it look at the information in your particular um, data. Yeah, Dan, can I I sound like a really elderly man here for a moment? It's fun. Are you going to? Ask yeah. me about a landline, or no, 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 not that old. I mean, come on now. <laughs> no, uh, good. I've noticed when I'm on different three one four when I'm on different search engines. I think Microsoft Bing has this now. All I want to do is search for something. All I want to do is type in to a search bar, you know, X Y Z, right? But then it it takes me to this chat thing that's like, hey, do you want to have a conversation about this? Would you like to have an interactive experience to learn more about Komodo dragons? Or No, I just want to search. And I think Gemini is one of these I don't I don't want, I feel like the chat boxes are being foisted upon us, Dan. And I know I sound old. You're not what? wrong. I mean, I think that this is mainly something they're targeting to replace Who the Google this? Assistant, right? Which is the, like, Google's version of Alexa or Siri or what have you. Um, and so that's, that's the, this is not necessarily a place for Google search. Now that said, I think one of the reasons you've started to see this a lot more in search is that search itself has become much junkier than it used to be. Oh, it's awful. Uh, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, and I think this is, AI is one <laughs> way, 
AI is a technology that's being used to potentially help cut through that noise and say, like, can you synthesize the information I'm looking for and, and like, cut to the chase, basically, rather than having to wade through page after page after page of just garbage search results. Because search is running into this challenge now. There's just too much crap out there, and it's all tuned to oh, take damn. advantage of the uh, search hey, now, engine. watch your language or it's a family show. I'm sorry. Too much <laughs> crud out there uh and you know it, it is it's being designed to you know to to float to the top of the search rankings right and everyone's competing to be on the first page of google and the answer is a lot of the stuff that's on there is garbage uh and so yeah it's a big struggle and i think people are turning to ai a lot of these tech companies are turning to ai as a way to sort of find the signal through the noise all right we have this conversation almost every day at home we talk about it on the air quite a bit, how we talk about something or we look for something online. All of a sudden, every other ad that pops up is for that thing, as remote as anything. I'm looking for alpine hike, hiking shoes. There's going to get 12 ads for hiking so shoes. So true. Because I just mentioned it, or I, sometimes it's because us. I just <laughs> thought it. Now, I don't know if you did this. But who, this is a great idea, who was the one that said, you know, I'm going to be on Facebook and for two solid days, I'm going to like everything I see. Yeah, this was an article that I found when I was looking up tech stories for Dan. I think it might have been Washington Post, New York Times, but I, I thought, what it's, a great. Uh, it's uh, Matt Honan at, at Wired. And, I, thought... and I, I know Matt a little bit and I have. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. He writes very smart stuff. And I thought, what a great idea. And yeah. he talks about how after only two days of just whatever post came up, he would just started, yes, I like this, I like that. Yeah. And after two days, he said that all of the human interaction, hey, there's my Aunt Molly, there's my Uncle Phil or whatever, all gone, and it was all advertisements. So that's really interesting. Yeah, two I, days. This wow. is a little bit like what we were just talking about with the search results, which is to say these systems exist, and now that we've figured out how to exploit them, like, it, it takes these systems to sort of a, I don't want to say it's a logical extreme, but, like, it's the logical extreme of that system is, okay, I want to show you things that you like, but if you like everything, then the stuff you get is just all generated for you, essentially. Like, it's personalized to, and personalized, quote, unquote, because you are doing it indiscriminately, uh, and it turns into garbage, right? It's the same thing with search, <laughs> right? It's, it's that all these things are tuned to, like, you know, work in a certain way. And when you start using the system, not in good faith, but like, you know, to the extremes, the system breaks down. And it's because we've tuned these systems so much to do this sort of, um, uh, you know, it's like the old experiments, the psychology experiments they'd run with the hamsters would hit the little buttons and they give them like cocaine or whatever. Dan Morin, I, uh, what? What kind of, kind people of experiments are you, are you doing? These are classic psychology experiments. If you, <laughs> I've you, never heard of Psychology it. textbooks uh, uh, where they essentially have like, you know, test mice on doing things by like hitting little levers and they reward them. And the answer is you keep yeah. hitting the rewards. Uh, the Medellin and, drug cartels. Fantastic. <laughs> But, like, you know, this is kind of what's happening here is to a certain extent, like, it is you are hitting that button and that button is being like, great, let's feed you more of that thing. And it's going to keep doing it. And the more you hit that button, the more of that stuff it's going to feed you. And so uh, the systems are designed to be sort of self-propagating in a certain way. 
And, and I think that's the danger. It's the same thing, you know, I, I laugh about this oftentimes because it's the, the idea of AI writing content that's specifically geared towards like showing up very high in the search results. And the answer is like, so now you're feeding an algorithm by using another algorithm. You're using AI to generate stuff that will appeal specifically to the algorithm at the search engine that picks what it thinks people want to see. That's crazy. So you have robots essentially writing stuff for robots. And that's not good for somebody no that writes for sixcolors.com. That's true. Yeah, or talks yeah. on the radio so, for that matter. Scary stuff. <laughs> I, I just think it's a, it's a weird sort of, you know, the, the snake eating its own tail situation of like, what is this self-propagating system that we have created that actually provides no nutritional value, just all stuff to get you to keep It's just clicking. lettuce. And that's really what it is. That's right. So what if you turn that whole experiment on its head and for two days on Facebook, you disliked everything? Would they just go away? Is there a dislike it's button? An, it's an interesting question. I, I would be interested thumbs down, to do that. There right? is a thumbs down. Yeah, there is. So what do yeah. you think would happen? Motherboard would explode? Uh, I, I mean, I think it would. I wonder if you would just get increasingly obscure stuff. Like, because it's trying to figure out, like, it's trying to suss out who you are and what you're doing, <laughs> right? And so, like... It's like, well, it doesn't like it doesn't like this, didn't like this. Like maybe this will make maybe this will make him happy. And maybe you would just get weirder and weirder stuff. I don't know. It would be interesting to see. I, I think, think if I, we all did that, can we all Facebook. come together on this and I would do, do it, it for like a few days next week and see what happens? To like or dislike. I, I like dislike. that. Good dislike. The dislike movement. Okay. Well, and then we could tell Dan like about it, it like next week. That's right. We're working on it now. There's everybody's but, homework. But I don't think I can do that because it's like my friend's going to put up a picture of uh, it would mess her with grandchild and I'm going to put, no. Dislike, yeah. Dislike, no, thumbs not down. For me. Just yeah. like, explain it to him. Terrible. Yeah. That's an ugly yeah, apparently dog. Apparently, the, <laughs> the writer at Wired had to do that. He had to tell his friends and family, I'm going to like everything. So even like, it was something like a, a, a kid had been injured or something and he was like, like the post. Like he was doing yeah, because it was for work. Yeah, so. I got to tap out of this experiment. Go back to the mice and the cocaine. Oh, well. We what? tried. Okay. Dan, what do you, imagine somebody just turned on the radio and said, what did I Julie Buck just say? <laughs> oh. So uh, what are you playing with, Danny boy? Uh, you know, I don't have anything at present on my docket um i still like to get my hands on a vision pro apple vision pro for a little longer but that has not happened yet but it's something i'm trying to figure out a way to make that happen because i i really do want to spend some more time with that device carney has uh, santa's has phone number drawbacks. and walter knoll's number and oh yeah. great i have both of those i can sure. that, bro. yeah just let them know bro. let them know someone my way okay i'll get on it right away also just Thank you. technically related sort of kind of uh, as far as streaming services go, Hulu jumping on board in the, uh, oh, no, you don't get to share. I don't care what they taught you in grade school. No sharing for you. As of March 14th, they are going to ban sharing accounts with people outside of the household. I feel like they've been saying this for two years. Well, they put a date on it this, well, this time. Is... Yeah, this is everybody is now cracking down on password sharing in the streaming realm. It is just, uh, you know, the free the free ride is over, I guess. So um, it's going to be. I think you're going to just see that across the board now. They they are all worried about making enough money, and they are worried that this is cutting into their profits. So 
So they, they're going to see it all. It's all cracking down there, and you're going to see more ads and less content. So well, welcome I'm, to the new future of streaming. I know the first thing I'm going to dislike. Mm-hmm. There we go, there and go. I'm on my way. Thank you, Dan Martin. Thumbs down. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, guys. Always enjoy the time. Tomorrow, Valentine's Day, don't forget about it. And, of course, this time of year, guess what? The price of cocoa has gone through the roof. Oh. Which, of course, what they used to make chocolate. chocolate. What Covered co- strawberries or. What a little kawinky dinky. Now, last year, prices of cocoa doubled. This month, it broke the all-time record going all the way back to 1977. So I would imagine as you go out and get your chocolate, bring some extra greenbacks because it's going to be more expensive. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you how it is. Thanks for all the comments, too, on the Michael's Baths tech line. Broadband, band name, possibly? No, I think it's a, what would you call that? Like a platform? Broadband? No, or somebody or said, is that a band name? Well, no, I know. Broad, no, it's not a band name. A broadband band? It's too redundant? Probably. No, I, mean, I, I think it is something else. I was fighting for you, people. I was fighting for you. Uh, get off my screen. Uh, let's see. What else am I missing? You know, like, get off my lawn. Get off my screen. Yeah. Uh, you have Santa and Wally's number, yet neither will text you back. Ouch. Ouch. You get off my screen. Yeah, I guess that goes back to being the old man. Uh, All right, more things to get to, including helping you get from wherever you are to wherever you want to be. And we have just the guy, so hang tight because Captain Paul's next. Fix center. Julia vehicle fire is being reported on 64 East at Kings Highway with the left lane blocked. Road work on westbound 70 at St. Charles Rock Road has the left lane closed. And there's a lane closure on 44 North downtown between Lumiere Place and Biddle until 3 o'clock this afternoon, so about a half hour more. So from the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. I hate to correct you, Mo Capitan. But I don't think it's Lumiere anymore. I think oh, it's oh. Horseshoe, I think. Is that right? I'm not positive. Yeah, I wouldn't listen I to that. I don't listen yeah, to that. No, he doesn't know if it's right. Michael's Baths text line, I think it's Horseshoe Casino. Is that what you, or they I dreamt texted it. in? I, or I dropped it. No, they haven't texted yet. But, yeah, I I, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. I, I, I don't know anything. How was Drake last night? Did he give you the money? Yeah, he played till midnight. Who? Yeah, exactly. Do you not know who Drake is? Uh, no, I know Drake University. Yeah, okay. they played. The, the marching band played at Enterprise Center. So oh, they never, did. You never watched uh, Degrassi Junior High because he was, uh, this is Canadian teen soap opera, and he was one of the leads. He was also uh, in Anchorman. Wasn't he in Anchorman 2? I don't know. I want to say. Not that I know of. Uh, so this was a concert? Yeah, he's playing again tonight. Are you going to go tonight? Uh, no, I think I'll miss out again. Carney uh, went to see him. He drove to like Minneapolis and and borrowed a wheelchair from Med Resources and rolled up in style. True story. Really? True story. <laughs> but really enough true. about me. Are uh, they better than El Monstero? Uh, different kind of vibe for a different kind of crowd. Yeah, I think different so. day, different yeah, year. I I stood out like a neon sign.
Oh. So, uh, are you going to a Super Bowl party this weekend, too? Uh, I think I'm going to go last Another Sunday. One? Are you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I get it. So, any uh, stories from that you haven't shared with us yet? Well, uh, nothing special. I mean, it was a great party in terms of the food. And uh, she had four different TVs going. You could watch in the living room, in the back room, in in the finished basement, or even in the backyard. Was uh, Nickelodeon on one of those? I don't think so. I think it was all Super Bowl, 24 hours a day in stereo. Let's return to that back room for a moment. Okay. Where was this? Why is this getting weird? The back room is the lady's house. I'm making it that way. I know. (laughs) Don't get creepy. It's the woman has a back room at her house. Uh-huh. That's how they all start. What'd you bring? Oh, I brought the the wings. Yeah, hot wings. Fantastic. How to- hot? Can you take really hot wings? I I really can't. I like them just kind of like medium. Like the ghost pepper deal. I don't know when it went. Carney off. can't the... do it. A little bit of spice, and he starts sweating on his forehead. But I love it. I've seen people it hurts do that. me, but I, I love it. Yeah, I so. have a friend who sweats a lot when he eats wings. Yeah. Yeah. So attractive. Well, you know, if it's it's not a first date food anyway. <laughs> right. You don't go to first date and suck on chicken bones and say, oh. You have to wear antiperspirant on your face. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> you have to what? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone hey, say that. No sweat, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No sweat. Good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good to know. All right. What else do we want? Anybody got a question for Polly before we let him scoot? Uh, what'd you have for breakfast, Paul? Very, very busy. Breakfast, I had a fruit smoothie with strawberries, uh, banana, strawberry yogurt. Did you make it? That sounds incredibly Yeah, healthy. I do. Uh, you got a bullet? I have. No, I just have a regular blender. Yeah. And uh, it's a good, healthy thing to drink, and then I don't do eat much the rest Greek, of the day. Greek yogurt? Yeah, the, I do. I you use do so cho- go- Chobani. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ever put a couple of shots of Bacardi in there and kind of get your day started? Yeah, that might make for some interesting traffic in the morning. Don't, oh, yeah, yeah, don't take his advice. Oh, yeah. Really on anything, okay? Oh, that's right. I know several rehab centers. Um, it is uh, 2.34. Thank you, Polly. Sure. Catch you tomorrow. We'll, we'll catch you actually this afternoon. Yeah, and we'll see you tomorrow in this room. Yes, sir. Looking forward to that. I was just glancing, speaking of the Michael's Baths text line, at their website, michaelsbaths.com, and there is a page called Reviews, and I clicked on those just out of curiosity. And these gushing endorsements, if if Mark Dorsey got notes like this about us, That's our we boss. would be making money. Money! Money! Very happy to work with. We definitely use them again and recommend them to family and friends. The job looked great. Took the exact time they said it would. We'd use them again. Mike and his team did a great job. They completed work on two bathrooms. Our main one with the tub-shower combo and the master bath with the stall shower. Uh, I wasn't willing to venture away from the white tub-shower combo in the main room, and they accommodated. Michael, very professional, respectful, clean, finished on time. I mean, and it just goes on and on and on and on. Imagine if some of those came in about us to to the boss. The clout we would have here. It would be amazing. And yet we wait. And yet we wait with bated breath. Yeah. 30 years of experience and names you know, like Moen. Uh, also an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, obviously. And these are maintenance-free things, which is nice because 
you know, you invest a little bit to fix something up. You don't want to have to constantly work on it, constantly clean it, do that kind of thing. Part of what you pay for is the ease and the convenience and financing options available too. Check them out online, michaelsbaths.com. Is it me or did that whole Genesis tour, that reunion tour, which was obscenely expensive, was that like 12 and out? I mean, it didn't seem like they did many shows. I know they didn't come here. It made a lot of money, though. Oh, I'm sure it did. Uh, And I saw a picture of Phil Collins... Oh, I, it's not good. With his kid, who's also a musician. I don't think I knew that his uh, he had a son that played, too. But, yeah, poor Phil's had some some real health issues, which is why I'm sure it was a, a shortened tour. But, you know, the rest of the guys still kicking around. Steve Hackett uh, from the band, uh, actually, I believe, coming to the factory in the next couple of weeks uh he was just on the show uh and mike rutherford still kicking around and mike and the mechanics i think they're still playing so you can get bits and pieces of genesis and peter gabriel's still doing that weird thing it's his birthday today right he's like 75 mm-hmm. yeah and you know what the album so what that peter gabriel put out and sledgehammer and had big time it had Several in your eyes songs that I, I love. That song. What I did love. you call the record? Uh, wasn't it? Was it Big Time? What was the Big uh, Time the album? So. so, so yes, yes, it was so. I find his other stuff a little too out there, except for you know, like Salisbury Hill. It's like okay, that's a that's a toe tapper, but the other stuff's a little too what. Back when he's doing squonk and dance on the volcano. Are you following any of this? I, no, I just am worried I need to call 911. <laughs> no, we'll be good. American Red Cross, by the way, has announced they're experiencing the lowest number of people giving blood in 20 years. Now, why is that? Not as many blood drives? You people know, are afraid for, I don't know, sickness? You know what? Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's the, the fear of the germs and COVID and all that. But, I mean, with the, the AIDS epidemic, there was such a big scare there, and it affected donations at that point. And obviously, uh, people got past that. Technology was able to take those extra steps to alleviate that concern. So I, I don't know why now we're still not doing it. Um, last time I tried, they wouldn't let me. My blood pressure was too high. They said, we can't take your blood. I'm like, but I already ate my cookie. Did they make you? Quite frankly, I don't blame them. I mean, who wants carny blood? I mean, that's hurtful. (laughs) That's right. I'm used to it. Wow. Um, I mean, somebody's I think ready if, for a transfusion. Wait, a guy I, on the radio? No. Is, is that carny blood? Is that a broadcaster? Get out of here. But how come all of a sudden grandma can't shut up? Oh, carny yeah, blood. Yeah. Um, I'm probably, I don't know this for a fact, I'm probably the only one in the room that's received a transfusion of somebody else's blood. Yeah? 
yep. the safest time. The, I, yeah, but I've donated many times. It's been a while, though. I will admit that. I, it's been a very long time since I've done that. Yeah, I don't think I've donated since COVID, so it would have been before 2020. Um, but, I mean, working in radio, we always do different drives right. and stations, and so it's pretty easy to give blood. Right. You can and, do your job and go, good morning. Here I am. Yeah, exactly. Blood oh, yeah, broadcasting blood. Oh, good morning. I just feel bad because I feel like if anyone should be donating blood and giving back is someone who benefited from blood donors and got some blood. I don't think you need to mess with your balancing of everything. Just leave yourself alone. Let other people give the blood. You're fine. No, because apparently everybody's doing that because that's why the numbers are so low. And that's why I brought it up. And it's been a long time since you've done it. Do it again. I mean, not you in particular. I'm just saying people in general. Because other people rely upon that. Uh, and I know there's that concern of respiratory illnesses and COVID, but we have jumped bigger hurdles. Uh, donors of all types are needed, according to the Red Cross, especially those with type O and those giving platelets urged to give now to find a donor location or a drive redcrossblood.org. We've talked about this before, and I think the answer was no from all of us. Do you know your blood type? It's in my phone. Is it? Because we had this conversation had, on yeah, the air. Because I still don't know. I'd have to like call my parents and be like, oh, what am I? I have it on Would my they tin- know? It's on my Tinder profile. Yeah, there you go. Other than that, I don't, I, I don't think my mom would know my blood type. I don't know my wife's blood type. Am I supposed to know that? Probably. <laughs> really? Do you know Crushers? No clue. She just she just found out the first song from her wedding. Yeah, and she had to ask Josh. Yeah. Scary. Um, why don't we host a blood drive? Someone on the I know, I was thinking yeah, that. Let's do it. I, I'm all for it. We'll reach out to the Red Cross and see if we can do it. I, I think that would be terrific. Probably won't get blood today because I've had about 11 pieces of charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, the sugars would be a little high today. Redcrossblood.org. Please help. It is uh, 245. We'll be back in a moment. Let's talk for a second about um, your your blood, getting your blood checked. How about that? Whether you want to lose weight with Dr. Allison Walsh from St. Louis women's lifestyle solutions.com or you want to get your hormones balanced or you just feel off and you're not sleeping and you're experiencing pain of some sort you can go to dr walsh and she can go through your blood work with you and figure it out now if you are looking to lose weight i will tell you that i personally have lost weight with dr walsh like a substantial amount of weight now it happened over the last couple of years and she does have a lot of weapons in her arsenal when it comes to that, especially these days with the Manjuro and the Zepbound and the different shots. But there are other things, too, that can be done. First and foremost, and she will tell you this, you've got to set boundaries for yourself when it comes to the carbs. And we all know that. I mean, we know it, but we don't necessarily always practice that. And it's so important to kind of know where everything is and know what the right thing to do for you will be. And she will know that once you meet with her, whether it's via telehealth or in person, Dr. Allison Walsh will go through and personally come up with a program that's ready and perfect for you. 
that might include medication. It might not include medication. It might be a hybrid. And I'll tell you, I can't say enough. I, she is the one doctor that I have gone to in my life that has helped me so much with the weight loss and the hormone balancing. That's something that no one ever even talked about except for her. She's like, well, how about this, this, and this? You need this, you need that. Well, let's do it. And you get it done. Dr. Allison Walsh, she will help you out through her clinic, St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions. You can go to the website, St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions. Dot com or call them at 314-919-9998. That's 314-919-9998. <laughs> the old days of Eldon Johns play, playing your country hits. I bet. Queen of Hearts, Kaboom. And who was it who performed Queen of Hearts? Oh. It's not country. That's not country. Isn't that more pop? It is pop. It's but kind of a bit of a crossover. It? I'm going to go Susie Quattro for 400 Juice Newton. Man, I wouldn't have gotten that for a million dollars. Same thing. Uh, Ouch. No, we did, but we did play that. Into the ground. <laughs> Eddie Rabbit, into yeah, the ground. Eddie Rabbit. Alabama, into the ground. Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, and it's it's weird how much country music I've had to play on the radio when bottom line is, not a fan. I mean, I like some I of the newer stuff now. I would love to hear some of, if there's anything in your catalog, I sure do. I love to hear your dad's voice and the, my dad's voice together. It's cute and all that. I want to hear Eldon John at the lake. <laughs> to me, that's radio gold. Well, careful what you wish for. Okay, I will be. Good news and bad news. Coming up in about three weeks, I hit my 40th anniversary on the air. And you've put together a special? No, well, I'm not going to wait for Max to do it. John Carney, this is your life. Uh, but I've got some old air check stuff that I played for my son. And I recorded me playing it for my son and him doing an impression. And it's really funny. But also, Is this some, John or Liam? John. Um and also some interesting clips of interviews, good, bad, ugly, whatever. But I'm going to do that the week that you're gone. So that's the bad news, maybe, or maybe the good news for you. No, I can listen to that. I will do it on the week of the 16th because... On the, on the streaming. I just thought it would be weird for you to sit here while I play tapes of... Things that I've done. I just hope you play. I, that's your, what we do. Your legendary interview with Robert Plant's roadie. That's like one of my favorite things you ever did. So I hope that's in that retrospect. Well, in forty years, you haven't heard a whole lot of what I I've know, done, but, but I will you get can't that. Beat that. I will get. How do you oh, narrow you it would, down? I'll tell you. Sherman Hemsley's got it. Oh it was yeah, one I've of, heard that. One. one of the first things that came to mind. Um, and there's others. I don't have the guy walking out on me, David Allen Coe, because I wasn't. I don't think tape had been invented yet. That's when I was Eldon John. Got up and walked out. 
I'm like, okay. It was like one of my first celebrity interviews. All righty. Is this, were you doing mornings? Here we are. I was doing afternoons. Love afternoons. Oh, I mean, I'd get up whenever, you know, take a pot of coffee down to the pool, sit and enjoy that, go to work, get off at seven, go to the bars, shut them down, wash, rinse, repeat. It was all good. It was all good. Those were the days. Oh, dear. All right, Alex Stone, help us. Alex Stone from ABC <laughs> News is uh, waiting in the wings here. There's a new dictionary coming out. We've got new words. We've all got to reset. Finally. And learn these words. What say you, sir? Yeah. So, you know, every year the, the dictionaries, they put out the, their list of new words. Always controversial. The, the, you always have people saying, well, that's not worthy or that that's not an actual word that people use. And then they get rid of or, or change old words. But all right. So here you go. According to Dictionary.com, the new words this year, there are 320 of them, so we're going to be on the air for the next seven hours going through every Get single one. Get your pencils. Let's go. <laughs> All right, girl dinner. Do you know that one? No. Girl, girl dinner. dinner is like girls going out for a girl's night out, having a girl dinner. Is that like girls gone wild with food? <laughs> I like the way you think. Um, <laughs> it is a, an often attractively presented collection of snacks involving little preparation <laughs> Small quantities of cold cuts, cheese, fruit, cherry, tomatoes, et cetera, et cetera. This is a, it went viral on TikTok, apparently, uh, in a video in May of 2023. And uh, now girl dinner is the term for what I would call a charcuterie board, but okay. Thank you. Today's world calls it a girl dinner. Although, did you know a charcuterie board must have meat on it? I was schooled on that uh, not that long. If it doesn't have meat, it is not a charcuterie board. It's a girl dinner. Or is it? <laughs> then it's a girl dinner, absolutely. What's uh, Barbie core? Well, that is uh, if you are essentially dressing like like Barbie. Uh, but now I got to go and, and get that definition. Here it is: Sorry. Um, an, aesthetic, an aesthetic or style featuring playful pink outfits, accessories, decor, etc. Celebrating and modeled on the wardrobe of, of Barbie doll. Um, Bussin. Do you know what Bussin is? My son used this the other day, and I went, I don't know what you're talking about. Public transportation? <laughs> That's right. When it's a free day on the city bus? No. Um, it is a Gen Z term originating uh, in African-American culture, but now used widely, based on uh, it, the word bust to mean explode or to do well or to enjoy. So great, wonderful, amazing. If you say Man, the burgers are bussin', then it fits. Is it b- bussin' or bustin'? Like with a bustin', D? B-U-S-S-I-N apostrophe. Okay, like I'm the a- driver on the bussin'. <laughs> yeah, the wheels, like the on, wheels the on the bussin' go round yeah. and round. Okay, yeah. got it. Alex, I'm going to go on a limb here and say, all right, you got group A, and group A is under 40, and then there's group E, and that's the rest of us. And you threw all these out there. Group A would kick our butt in knowing what <laughs> these words meant. A hundred percent, because these are new words coming in. Most of them have some link back to TikTok um, or some kind of social media. Bed rotting. Do you know what bed rotting is? When you sleep too much? I mean, I don't Never know. heard of any of these. Bed rotting. Yeah. Bed rotting is the practice of spending many hours in bed during the day, often with snacks or an electronic device, a voluntary retreat from activity or stress. Also known as Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) You know this one. What's a shacket? 
Oh, I, I do. We do Max know that, even we knows. Do. Yes, we do. Go know ahead, that. Max. Explain what it is. It's it's like a, it's like a, a, a blanket jacket kind of. It's it's, it's a, like a flannel shirt that's got a little bit more we have weight them, don't to we it. Have? We have jackets. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Button-down shirt made of a thicker fabric, usually worn over a shirt. Wasn't that a snuggie twenty years ago on late night TV commercials? <laughs> no. In leopard print. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what a sound bath is? This is one yes. that in the newsroom here. I was the only one who did not know this the other day when they were all talking about the whole newsroom going and getting going to the sound bath. And Julie's I went, what are you one. talking about? Yeah, yeah, Julie had one. I've done that. And then don't even yeah, get isn't me. Isn't that where they like run their fingers or a tool over the top and make the, the stuff go? Yeah, only yeah, it doesn't sound I, like that. I don't think that's the sound, Alex. <laughs> and, and don't even get me started on forest bathing again. What? What? Oh, we're out of time. Sorry. <laughs> to be continued. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Alex, dude, you be bussing. Nice job. He was bussing. All right. We, uh, we're going to go because uh, we're bussing. Oh, we on just... the text line, the Big 550 is bussing. We uh, we should be. Uh, Heidi is coming up. Josh. She's bussing. He's bussing. They're bussing. That show is bussing. We are back with the elevator tomorrow also. Uh, musician and Grammy-nominated guitarist and singer. Smith Fish. That'll be fun. But I gotta not, call my son and tell him he's bussing. But not without you guys. With Julie Max, I'm Jack Carney. Thank you for listening. Be good to